Episode 3 of the Talk Nintendo Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and alongside me tonight, the treasure hunter himself, Perry Berka. Hello, Casey. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Fantastic. Yeah, it's been, uh, been a good week. It's been a good week of uh, games for me. Good. I haven't been playing as much because I got tons of stuff I'm doing, but... Well, you know what that means, then. What I get does that a, mean? I get to ramble on during the What We've Been Up To segment here. Nothing new. Yeah. That's all right. I, so I like to hear myself talk sometimes. So. No, no, you got a nice, you got a nice voice. Yeah. All right. So today we have a pretty good schedule up. We're gonna do the, the good old What We've Been Up To segment. That they uh, have come to learn and love. That's right. Uh, then we're going to talk news. Um, Which will certainly not be as jam-packed as last week. No, it's no Nintendo Direct, but there's some goodies in there. Um, then we're going to have a show topic of our top five most played Wii U games. Now, this is not favorites or the best. It's top five played that we've each played. And if time allows, we're going to do the top five 3DS games. Yep, we've uh, we've cracked open our Wii U's and manually checked how long each game we played to get our top five list. Unlike uh, the 3DS, where it's nice and laid out there for you. Yep. Don't know why it's like that. That's okay though. Yeah, that that always struck me as strange because I I mean I don't know about you. I love checking back and seeing how long I played a particular game. I yeah. mean it's it's cool on the Wii U that you could check by month and stuff, but it seems a little weird not to have like a top ranking. Yep. And then after that, we're gonna do, we're gonna end it just like always with the Craigslist roundup, which and is uh, pretty packed this week. Yeah, we we got a doozy. I didn't call you the treasure hunter for no reason in the opening. And then after that, um, we are going to, and I haven't actually even told you this, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do a game of the week, and it's gonna tie into the giveaway that we're gonna be having. Mm. And I think you know about that, but I, you probably don't know about the game of the week. You guys heard it here first, along with me. That's right. So uh, it, it'll be—it's a nice little theme we got going through here. So I like the sounds of that. I like the sounds of that. Okay, good because I was hoping that you would. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. How come you're texting me in the chat? I can't believe you just sprung this on me right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm replacing you next week. Yeah. I have a new host. <laughs> All right. That's fine. <laughs> It's fine, whatever. Well, considering, I guess uh, we don't technically have a show next week, Right. I can't replace you. There you go. See? I knew there was a loophole you'd get through. Irreplaceable, Perry Burke. <laughs> All right, well, I think that we should get right into it. Casey, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Uh, a couple things. Um, 
as I said before, I was waiting for Dragon Quest VII to come out, so I've been sort of biting off little little chunks here and there, little uh, bite-sized games. And uh, the summer, uh, Nindy's Summer Jam had me uh, interested in Jotun Valhalla Edition, um, and I didn't really know too much about it beforehand. Um, aside from that, it looks stunning. Uh, it has really nice, like, hand-drawn um, environments and stuff, and it looks really cool. So, I ended up just diving in, uh, giving it a shot, and I'm glad I did. It's a, it's a really fun game. Um, it's by Thunder Lotus Games. It came out on Steam. I'm pretty sure it was actually a Kickstarter game that went to... It was on Steam for a while, and then it just came out for Wii U... PS4 and I'm pretty sure Xbox One also, but all right, Kickstarter game, so it's a guaranteed success. Well, unlike previous Kickstarter games we've talked about, this one actually hits the mark. Uh, I I really enjoy this game. Uh, it's a like a hack and slash adventure game, and um, its biggest I guess its biggest appeal is that it's got these wonderful like hand drawn um, environments and graphics and stuff, but. It's also been noted for how difficult it is. It's um, People have really been saying it's a very tough game, so I was a little hesitant, actually, because, I mean, I enjoy tough games, but I don't want to play games that are so tough that, you know, like, I, I'm not getting anywhere with my time, you know? Sure. And I, I've heard from a couple outlets beforehand that it, it was pretty challenging. Um, Matt West, I believe, wrote the uh, review for Nintendo World Report, and uh, he noted that it was difficult. But honestly, when I got in there, um, I don't know if maybe my I set my expectations of how hard this game would be uh, too high because it was challenging. I would say challenging but fair is how uh, how I would describe this game. Okay. So pretty much Those like those are I said, my favorite kinds. Yep, it's it's what I was saying like how it's a hack and slash. You have um, you know like an attack button, a power up attack button, and then a dodge button. So it's pretty simple to, you know, get a hold of the controls. So you gotta go in there and you just need to know when to dodge. Like, you can't just literally run up to, um, well, let me get into how the game's laid out first before we get into uh, the boss battles. There are five, like, so you take over, um, the story starts with Thora is uh, our heroine and she dies at sea. And it's all Viking-related uh, uh, mythology and whatnot. So it's... I don't know if you're into that, but it's pretty cool. I'm Norwegian, but I'm not into Viking mythology. Yeah, I mean, I'm not huge into it, but, like, it does... It is... It piqued my interest, so... No, uh, yeah, it's it's not bad. I think it's cool. So you start out by dying at sea, which is a very unhonorable death for a Viking. So now you have to... You're given a second chance to prove to the gods that you are worthy... So you're thrown in, and there's five areas that branch off into, like, two levels and then a boss battle. So you'll go in, and these, like I said, the environments are really, really stunning. Um, as you're going through, like, there'll be points where you'll be crossing a bridge, and all of a sudden the game will just kick, you know, slowly pan out to just give you a, a sense of scale and just to really soak in how nice it actually looks. And they do this a couple times throughout the game, and it was really always um, enjoyable to just see how big these areas were, and like how detailed and how just how beautiful really the game is. I think that was probably their their biggest selling point with uh, with that move is just to let you see how nice everything looks. 
Yeah, but, yeah. I'm looking at screens. It's it's really cool. Yeah, it, it's really like I said, a fantastic looking game. But the game plays right up there with how um, great it looks. Is how much fun I was having with it. Like I said, it's simple. Um, simple controls. There's three, you know, pretty much three actions you can do, and as you're going through the levels, there are some levels that are, you know, co- combat heavy. Not not too combat heavy, but you know, where there be monsters or enemies uh, throughout the level as you're progressing through to find these runes. And then there are more levels where there won't be any enemies, and it's just more puzzle solving. And like one level, you have to deal with. Um, well, I should say more than one level, but a uh, number of levels you'll have like environmental things to deal with. Like a thunderstorm will come. And then you're worrying about lightning uh, striking down at you and wind and, again, really helps set the atmosphere and just how cool these levels are. And then after you get the two runes in each uh, world, for lack of a better word, um, then you unlock the, the boss battle, the, the Jotun. So you gotta go face these bosses, and these bosses are huge, um, and they're pretty tough. But like I said, they're they're tough but but fair in the sense that like the first boss I didn't die to. Um, again, I think it was probably because I was cautious. Uh, like I knew going in that this was going to be tough, so I was being you know careful to dodge and not just wail on him for too long and get hit by things. But as uh, you progress on, there are boss battles that you might die once or twice. But like you pick up the tendencies of what the boss does, you know. So sure. then, this way, you feel like you're better prepared when you go back in there. Now, um, the game also rewards exploration. Um, when you're going through these levels, you're going to find the rune, and it'll say to you, like, you found the rune, you can continue to explore, or you can come back, you know, to the hub world, and then, you know, start looking for the next rune. But it's really cool that um, the exploration rewards you with uh, either health boost items or there have there's six different um, skills you can learn so I guess I should say there's actually four actions you can do the uh, the skills um, six of them like some some um, one will heal you one is like um, like a Thor's hammer so like you get boot be uh, ah, excuse me you get like beefed up with some like lightning charge that you do more damage. And uh, these come in big time, uh, big time handy when you're fighting the bosses. But overall, it it's really a fun game. Um, there are some uh, frame rate issues on certain ones. Like one of the bosses, like spawns a ton of smaller ads you have to deal with, and they pot like they get they get up in numbers pretty quick. So when you have a lot of them on the screen and you have the big boss running around. It dips a little bit. This is a little annoying, but ultimately, you know, it. I, I didn't die because of that, and um, and I got through it. So, like That's I good. said, just a little minor thing, you know. But overall, I mean, I really enjoyed the game. Um, it's fifteen dollars now. The uh, summer, the Nindy's ten uh, percent off sale is over, but um, yeah, it's it's took me about four or five hours, so. You know, it's it's got a decent length um, for a downloadable game. Fifteen for me, fifteen dollars for five hours, give or take, is seems pretty reasonable. Um, if I had to give like a number to it, I'd say it's like a solid eight game, maybe an eight point five in that realm. You know, 
to give you an idea. Sure, that's awesome. I love I love that. And after like the main quest, there are some extras. Like they have like a the Valhalla edition. Like comes with I guess it's, I think it's called Valhalla mode or whatever. And it's um just like a boss. Like you can go back and just fight the bosses, and you could fight them hard hard modes. And they actually have uh, I followed them on Twitter. They have they've been posting people like people um, I guess taking uh, challenges upon themselves to not use any of the uh, the bonus um, not the bonus the the extra like moves you find throughout the levels yeah. and like and they show you how much damage you've taken so they posted someone who didn't use any of those extra skills didn't get touched once and I was like dang man that guy must have must have really worked yeah. on that game. That's just like what people do with Zelda, right? Like they yeah. Don't, they don't take the hearts and... Yeah, find their own little challenge. And uh, no, it, definitely a cool little game that, you know, if it wasn't um, spotlighted on the Summer Jam, the Nindy Summer Jam, I probably would not have picked this. I, I 100% would not have picked this up. So I'm uh, pretty pretty stoked to uh, to play it and have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, what? I don't know. I, I can't remember if you said... Uh, what did NWR give it? I think Matt gave it an 8.5, if I recall correctly. Around there, so. Yeah, so, so it, we were on, like, the, the same same page. Cool. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's one of the games I've been playing, but I heard you've actually picked up a game that I've already played. I, I, I'm surprised you didn't pick it up earlier, actually. Well, once I tell you about my history with this franchise, it might make a little more sense. But I have been playing Kirby Planet Robobot. 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 That's the, the correct Planet, way to pronounce it. Planet Robobot. Robobot. Yeah. Robobot. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a funny title that, that a lot of people on Twitter like to make jokes with, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I think seeing it actually that, spelt the correct way in the show notes, it just doesn't look right. Yep, I know. It, it needs m- more B's and more O's. <laughs> and, you know, see, to me, I don't like B.O., so... Yeah, yeah, B.O.'s never good. Yeah, uh, yeah I've been playing Kirby. I, I picked it up uh, when I picked up Hyrule Warriors on a sale. Um, I just got to it, though. Uh so my history with Kirby games, I am not a. I love the character, I love the games, but there's always been something that it just doesn't fit for like my liking, and the biggest reason is the challenge. I mean, honestly, it's just or lack thereof. Yeah, I mean, it it makes a huge difference for when I'm playing. I've played Epic Yarn. Or the, it's not in the main series, but it kind of is. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel I like would, it... I would call that... I mean, I, I haven't played it. I actually... I, that was a... I've said on, like, my Wii uh, catalog is where my Nintendo lacks the most. I actually bought it off eBay for, like, 10 bucks, and I've never gotten around to play that one. But I would consider that uh, a main line, no? It's just got, like, the... Yeah, the I cool, mean, it's The different just... art style, but I'm pretty sure it's still the same type of... You know, mainline game. Not yeah, like it's pinball. I mean, it's awesome because you don't have your your an infinite jump, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't have your copy ability, but you have so many other crazy abilities. Um, it makes it up is, for it. Yeah, 
I and that's an epic yarn is one of my favorite Wii games, and it's like I think to me it's like the most beautiful Wii game. I had so much fun like hundred percenting it with my wife, you know, back in the day. I haven't really beaten. That's really the only one that and Kirby Mass Attack. I've only uh, beaten those two, and they're kind of spinoffy. Uh, mm-hmm. Mass Attack definitely. Have you played Mass Attack? I I think I did a long time ago when it came out, but honestly, I I really. I would have to replay it to actually know what's going on, you know? Yeah. It's basically like Pikmin. Um, kind of, you know, it's like, it's very similar. Uh, yeah, I see it on my bookshelf, so I'm sure I played it at one point or another. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I did not play Triple Deluxe, just because I think it was coming out in a time with a bunch of other games, and um, I just I just didn't have the money, or not the money, just the time, and it was it just, just... wasn't high on the priority Yeah, list. you know, it's just, and... Um, like I've, all, the only mainline games I've really beaten are the ones on like like the like, the ones on the original Game Boy on the 3DS Virtual Console. You mm-hmm. know, it takes 45 minutes to beat those. Yeah, yeah, one but, one sitting games. But getting to the actual game, uh, Robobot is it's beautiful. It's amazing looking. It's it runs awesome. It does have those little frame rate drops, which is but. But most of the time, it's running just silky smooth, um, and the 3D. Yeah, and it I, looks I'm, great. I'm sure that this is the same because with Triple Deluxe, you know, Triple Deluxe 3D. Um, I think they're running was, on the same engine, so. Yeah, oh yeah, but I just they like it. It's it's made for the 3D, and you don't get that a lot with games now. Like there are just tons of different things in the levels like a big um like put like like one level you're going and then you jump on this gigantic pool table and then all these all these billiard balls are are flying at you in the screen you know Mm -hmm. and and it just comes out it's just so cool it's just it's stuff that you don't see like in mario like you, you in mario you basically have like you know it's kind of like it feels like super mario maker Templates and there's not very much uniqueness to each level. I mean, it's kind of like you have your worlds and they're all kind of the same. And they all kind of feel the same, for the most part. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, I know what you're talking but about. But like in Kirby, like every single level is like completely different, and it has like a crazy hook to it. And sometimes it's a side-scrolling shooter, uh, or a you know, and sometimes it's like a side-scrolling racer, and you—it's just the power-ups are insane. There's tons of power-ups. Each of them are different. Each of them have different animations that are just crazy. That you can attack enemies in different ways. Um, one of the standout ones to me is there's an actual Ness power-up. Oh yes, yes. I I love when uh, you get that one in the Robobot. I haven't done that yet. I don't think. Oh man. Yeah, that's good. So that's the other thing is that like not only does Kirby have the uh, power ups, but the the actual robot has the power ups as well. You know, in, in its own way, it's just so much. I mean, I think it's just because you know they had the engine, they had the concept, they had the three D everything down. You know, they could focus more on the power ups with the robot too. Um, but uh, I've almost beaten the game. I think it's just been a blast. I mean, it's just so much fun. But 
it stinks because I still feel hindered by the lack of challenge. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm sort of in the same boat with you as far as Kirby goes. It's like you said, the, I love every, like the characters and the feel of it. It's all wonderful. Like it's so cute and you know like it's just I know exactly what you mean by that. But it just feels like you're going through the motions when you're playing it. You know, it's not it's like okay, I'm just gonna run to the the right here. All right, jump over this and like it stinks because you get all these cool power ups, but like you're I. I mean, maybe that's sort of a downside, but, like, you're so powerful that, like, it would be cool to have, like, to use these power-ups in unique ways to actually overcome, like, really challenging, you know, puzzles or enemies kind of thing, you know? Right, and it's, I mean, like, you know, maybe make it so you can't jump infinitely. Make it three jumps, or, (laughs) I mean, I feel like there are, I don't know, there's something they could do. I mean... Or at least make a hard mode. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, it's... Yeah. You know, it's just... And it it stinks because that's a huge factor for games is if a game is just easy, then it's not fun. I mean, like, it's not as fun. So... Yeah, I think that's probably why... For me, too, it's... I got triple deluxe when um, I think Best Buy was having, like, a buy two, get the third free or something... And yeah. I enjoyed it. You know, I actually, I don't usually trade games, but I, ended, I traded that game at some point. I think on Reddit for... Actually, I traded it for Tomodachi Life. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then I played uh, I played Robobot at PAX East, and I had a lot of fun with the actual being in the robot, so I was like, all right, like... And I think when it came out, there wasn't much else going on, so I, I got it around launch. And, yeah, like you said, it's it's fun game, it's enjoyable, but... It's just, like, you just go through the motions to, to beat the game, and like you said, if, it would be nice if they added some sort of, maybe, like, regular Kirby mode, and then, like, like Meta Knight mode, you know, and that was, maybe, you wouldn't play as Meta Knight or anything, but, like, you know what I mean, it would be yeah some yeah. sort of challenge. Like you said, even if you could only, you could puff up, you could do double jump, you know? Yeah, and uh, like, I, like I was saying, it, it it's a shame because it's, like, one of the most beautiful looking games on the 3ds i mean it really is it runs great it looks great kirby looks awesome i mean it looks like a really nice you know like it almost looks like a wii u game i mean it looks so crisp and so nice so it's one of the best looking games um and there's just so much in the in the other part they make almost makes up for the lack of challenges the charm that's in it like you know like you'll be swimming in a shark it comes up and it and it smashes you into the screen <laughs> yeah you know like and it just like and you're whoa and it's like or like know. when the cars are and the buses when you're going through the cities are coming at you and then you gotta avoid them yeah yeah like there's nothing like there is no i'm i keep using mario but any there's i've never seen a platformer where you're walking through a city and it's like alive and there's like little Goombas driving cars and, and yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just so funny. Like, like I was cracking up because there's like a factory level, and like <laughs> you're going through and like in the back there's like this this overworked, stressed out, sleeping <laughs> wa- supervisor Waddledy in the back, like <laughs> like passed out by his computer, like 
he had had enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just all he could do to work overtime to feed his waddled kids. And he knew Kirby was just going to come through and wreck everyone's shit anyway. Yeah, I know. That's the other thing. It's like these adorable little things, and here comes Kirby. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, just killing everything. You know, but it's okay, because it's a pink puffball. You so. know what I actually really enjoyed uh, for Robobot? Was collecting those stickers and putting them on your mech. See, I have not done that. I mean, obviously you've been collecting stickers as you go. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it, it was such like a small little feature that, you know, really do, it doesn't affect gameplay at all. But I don't know. I just That's you, awesome, you and could I want put, to do that now. Yeah, you could put stickers on uh, either sh- like arm, and there's so many stickers, and like there's some like kanji writing, and then like, you know, different Kirby's and, and numbers and... I don't know, I, I really got into, like, getting new stickers and be like, ooh, I better go change up what I'm using. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my overall impressions, I mean, because I was waiting for, like, I was, like, you know, it was never a game I just wanted to grab immediately, you know. I was always interested in it, and I like the Kirby franchise, I like the characters and stuff. Um, but I guess my final verdict is, I mean, it's almost exactly what I expected, but it's... I expected it to be good, and it's just the production values and the music and everything. The graphics are just perfect, and you know. And then it just it just thinks that the unfortunate side is it's just not that hard. So, um, you know, I mean, you can take what you will, but I think it's worth a play. I don't, but I don't know if I would value it at like a full retail value. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's one of those games, if you really like the Kirby uh, franchise and you like that kind of game, then this is top-tier Kirby game. It's yeah. they, they took everything that was good from Triple Deluxe, you know, like that production, like you were saying, and then th- with this one they could just focus on making funny, creative levels that got the, the mech involved or the Robobot involved, you know, and I think, yeah. like I said, if you're into the Kirby franchise, this is probably a must-play, but... Like you said, if, if you're sort of on the fence, it's one of those, like, you'll probably enjoy it, but, it, like you said, it's just, it's not a tough game. It's easy. <laughs> and it's not super long, I don't think, right? It's, like, probably no. 10, if not a little little shorter than 10 hours. Yeah, I think it's shorter, yeah. But, you know, you can, there's, like, a collectible thing you can do, and I've been doing that. But, unfortunately, there's a level where I think the only way to get to one was you had to have a power-up. A hammer power up and I don't and I and I'm I don't know if you can find that I haven't seen one and I don't know if that's the DDD amiibo hmm so I, I don't know did you collect all of them no I have uh, the smash Kirby and then I actually I bought the waddle D because it was too cute to not buy I know I bought all the I bought all of them and then I just got a Kirby the the Kirby version of Kirby <laughs> I got well, that, that that one has the stars, right? He's yeah, on the star. I thought yes. about getting that one too because that was also like a, it looks a cute awesome. One, but yeah, it's, I think it's way better than the Smash one. Um, Honestly, I got it for four bucks for three ninety eight at Target. That good old Target clearance saving oh, me again. Target man, clearing out the space for all that NX goodness. Oh sure, <laughs> we don't even know what it is. No one does. It's a mystery. But yeah, I liked it. Uh, I like I like Kirby still. It's about what I expected. It's a good game. So I've been playing an easy game. Have you been playing an easy game? 
A matter of fact, I have not been playing it another easy game. Sort of uh, the theme of my games this episode have actually been more on the challenging side. I decided to pick up for my first Castlevania game, Super Castlevania 4, for the Super Nintendo via the, the 3DS um, Virtual Console. That's your first Castlevania game? Well, alright, let me set the table here. I have played, um, what's it, Dawn of Sorrow for the DS. I played, like, very minimal um, when it came out. Maybe, like, an hour or two. Didn't It didn't jive with me at the time, I guess, and that was that. And I I guess I'm lying. I, I also played, like an, like, an hour of Circle of the Moon for uh, Game Boy Advance, but, I, like I said, I played that for, like, maybe an hour at most, but this is the first one I really, I, I went all in on to beat, and let me just say, I am, I was pleasantly surprised at how much, uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not the biggest, like, Castlevania, not Castlevania, Metroidvania game, you know, I, I'm not, that's not my favorite genre, you know, with going back and forth and, like, finding items and, like, oh, now I can go back to where I was to further progress from there, you know, and that whole running around and it's not my you know, cup of tea. It's interesting because, like, I always isn't it like almost the same thing as like a Zelda game? I mean, kind of right. I mean, like, I've always looked at them as so similar. It's kind of like I've always thought of like Metroidvania as like a side-scrolling Zelda. Maybe I that's mean, just I don't know. The, I guess so, but I don't know. With the side-scrolling, it just I mean I've played them before and I've enjoyed them. Like I like Metroid Fusion. And like um, Guacamelee was really good, so maybe maybe it was just like a a bad I don't know I I, I really now I, no, I it's okay you don't have to justify yourself <laughs> no 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 I know no I I do at some point want to go back and try uh, Dawn, uh, Dawn of Sorrow and give it a, a try, but I was pleasantly surprised f to find out that Super Castlevania was um, there are levels you know what I mean I think there's 10, 11 levels that just you side scroll through and you, you go and you know your enemies and you've got your whip and you can upgrade the whip by finding enemy uh, finding them pretty much when you whip a candle you either get your uh, your upgrade or you get a little heart which is weird that the hearts in the game don't affect your life but they affect how much you can use your secondary items that confused me a little bit in the beginning and then food is what actually heals you. But, yeah, so I was, when I jumped into it, I was like, all right, great. This is, it's not like a cast, uh, Metroidvania game. It's, you know, I'm going to go through these levels. And it's it's a slow-paced game. You know, like, your character moves pretty slow. And um, it's calculated. Like, all right, you got to make this jump. Got enemies here. And when the enemies hit you, you, you get, like, a big kickback. So you got to make sure when you jump over a pit, that there's not going to be a guy to whack you because he'll knock you back into the pit and you'll, you know, have a game over. And it's pretty easy to get game overs in this game. Um, I, a couple of the levels probably took me pushing, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to actually complete. But mm -hmm. in a weird, satisfying way, like I, I feel like normally when games like that happen and I keep dying, I'll get frustrated and annoyed. But with this game, I felt sort of like... Um, Jotun, it was like, every time I died, I, I knew, okay, like, this is how I died, now I can attack this area better, you know? 
and like usually there's like a couple like you'll go through an area through one screen then you'll go through you know you'll pop into a next one and like depending on um, the level it'll be like all right you do two screens and you'll get sort of like a save spot so it's like okay i worked all the way up there and i got that now i'm going to start this next area and then you know you'll die and i'm like all right i got to go back and do all this over again but then the first two screens you do in one try you know like oh that's easy i, I know exactly what to do Right. So, so I felt like it was really like it's a really hard game, but again, it's sort of like okay, each each t life you're learning something more about the level and like how to attack it to the point where you know once you beat a level, I feel like I could jump back in and probably beat that level in one or two lives. You know, like yeah. uh, of course there are some areas that are a little more dicey, like uh, when you get towards the later bosses. Where I, that's why even there, some of the earlier bosses are pretty tricky where I died a bunch, but, um, yeah, I, like I said, I, really fun, really hard, but rewarding, um, you know, the Super Nintendo emulation on 3DS is, you know, I, we've raved about it before, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, <clears throat> the way, uh, you know, the way you're describing it, I mean, it kind of sounds like Mega Man, like, you know, like, you kind of have these levels, and you make it through, and... Is there a boss at the end of every level? Yeah, yeah, there's like, um, yes, yep. And then but, when you beat that, then it like jumps out to like a world map, or not, re you know, like a over map, and it just sort of trucks you along to the next area, yeah, so and then it, you jump I mean, in. It's linear, like you can't just pick any level at Yeah, the it doesn't have that, but I, I, I could see like it does uh, compare to me like a old Mega Man. Yeah, okay. And now, I... Haven't really ever played a Castlevania. I, uh, I've never played. I mean, I, I think the only one that I really have played is the. I think it's Symphony of the Night on the PS One. Is is that the one that's regarded as one of the better ones or one of yeah, the best? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, I. This might be wrong, but on PlayStation One, did you have to have it? You had to have a memory card, right, to save. Yeah, of course, um, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think I had one, and I think I just always played from the beginning. <laughs> you know, and you I, were, you know, were I was like, I was like eight. <laughs> <laughs> but I always remember, uh, uh, I in the beginning, you know, you're running, and in the back, you see all these people that are, have been in, impaled mm. uh, in the back, and. Uh, well, they haven't been impaled in the back. They've been impaled in a horrible, horrifying area. <laughs> uh, but it was like a cool silhouette. And I've actually been to Dracula's castle in real life. Mm. Yeah. Um, over in Romania, in uh, Transylvania. Transylvania is not a country. I don't know if everyone knows this, but it's part of Romania. And uh, uh, it's called Castle Braun. And that's a and uh, Count Vlad or Vlad the Impaler, and that's Dracula, same guy. Hmm. And that, that uh, I did not know. Yeah, he would actually impale people. He was this crazy dictator. He would impale them for entertainment. Uh, <laughs> he would make it. He would. He would make them go like through all the way through their body. Sounds uh, like a mean man. He would do it in a way that they wouldn't die instantly, and yeah, and he was, he was a very, 
crazy ruler and he would line the streets with these impaled people. Anyway, this is getting scary. I don't think I can keep talking. <laughs> but I've always had that kind of connection with Castlevania where it's like, I don't need to play that game. I've lived the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, like Rex on Toy Story 2. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you didn't get impaled. Yeah, that's right. But uh, here's the thing. This I guess you'd still be down. alive, though. That's right. Uh, uh, Dracula was really small. He was a small guy. All of his, in his castle, all of his, uh, all the doorways are really small. So there's a little trivia for you. That's probably why he was so mean to everyone. The yep. world had spited him into a <laughs> yeah. tiny little man. Yep. <laughs> but jumping back to Super Castlevania, um, no, I, I'm a. I really liked it. It it got to the point where like I'm definitely interested in looking at more of these. You know, like the old like when I um I asked on Twitter and uh, Zach Miller uh, messaged me back or tweeted back at me I should say and uh, he was saying like yeah like Super Castlevania he would consider like the old Castlevania and like Dawn of Sorrows the new one which I think I would more gravitate towards the old style. Um, so I'm actually interested in checking. I'm not sure if. Um, any other Castlevanias in that vein or on um, Virtual Console or not. But I'm going to have to check into it because, like I said, while it was difficult, it was it was yeah, the super N- the satisfying. Yeah, on there. Is it? Okay. Because, yeah, yeah. Th- then I'm definitely going to look into that because, I don't know, I felt like, uh, have you ever seen Step Brothers? No, but I have a, <laughs> I have to tell you this. <laughs> I have a uh, mutual friend of uh what's that guy's name what's the one what's not the will ferrell guy but the john other guy. c Riley. john c Riley. yeah my friend plays in a band with him <laughs> that's isn't amazing. that hilarious that's amazing. It's the funniest bit of trivia we're going through all my anecdotes here yeah i know this is great we didn't even plan this i know we're, I've, been <laughs> to, I've seen dracula's castle and i have a i'm friends with john c Riley. they're like wow casey's a loser <laughs> perry's got all these cool friends and bend all these cool places and Casey's just now playing Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, maybe you're familiar with the meme, like, well, regardless of the movie, that when they they hate each other and then all of a sudden they're just like, "Do we become best? Do we just become best friends?" And they're like, "Yep." And I, I felt like that with Castlevania. It's like, did I just become a Castlevania fan? And I was like, "Yep." And That's it probably, perfect. yeah, it would have, uh, maybe so. I'm sure if listeners. Uh, if there are any out there, I know there are a couple, but I'm sure they've seen that movie because that's weird that you haven't. I'd recommend yeah. it. It's a funny one. That being said, I heard you have a mystery game that, uh, just like this, the contest I didn't know about, you're, you're not telling me anything this yeah, week. So you leave me in the new, dark. Yeah, I thought of a new segment like about five minutes before we were recording. <laughs> you ready? Are you ready for it? I'm, I'm into it. Let's hear it. Well, you actually, you've already seen it on the notes, but... Mystery history. Mystery history. Ooh, I, honestly, I see that. I didn't even read history. I just saw mystery, and I figured it was mystery game. No, mystery history. Mystery history. And that's when we have an old game that we haven't told each other about that we've been playing. All right. So I was thinking, if you don't mind, I just listened to uh uh. Uh, Nintendo voice chat and they did the 20 questions have you have you done that um, have you do you know what that is um I mean 
I haven't listened to that episode yet, but I have an idea of what 20 questions might be. All right, well, I'm going to give you 10 questions to try to guess this game, okay? Okay. All right, you're going to count how many questions I ask? Yeah, yeah, I'll count. All right. Um, they have to be yes or no, right? Yes or no. Okay. Okay. Um, new, older than Wii? Like, is it a, a newer game, like a Wii or Wii U game, or is it an older game like Virtual Console? Yes or well, I guess that's that's just terrible. All right. <laughs> All is right. it older than we? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is it a Super Nintendo game? No. An N64 game? No. Oh, man. Striking out. A NES game? No. Game Boy game? Yes. Okay, that's five questions. Oh, man. All right. Um, is it a platformer? No. Hmm. Is it a sport game? No. Oh man, I'm doing horrible. You got three left. Actually, I'll make it. We'll make it twenty. Why not? Twenty. Uh, oh man. Because uh, that's the game. Is it a major Nintendo franchise? No. Oh, then I'm never gonna get this. Uh, okay. No, Is no. It... I think you could. I think you could. All right. So Game Boy game, not a major Nintendo franchise, not a sport. Uh, I said sport game, right? Yep, it's not a sport game. Not a sport game, not a platformer. Is it a puzzle game? Yes. Okay. Not a major... Is it Tetris? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um. It's... Okay. So, this is probably cheating, but it's... I don't want you to get you on the on the on the wrong track. It's part puzzle game and then it's part another game. So part puzzle game. So I don't want you to think in the reign of, of just Tetris. Yeah, like of super those puzzly games. games. Yeah. Um Oh man, okay. You can do it, I know you can. Ha oh man, alright, 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 alright. So I feel like where where else can I go from here? Is it it's a is it like um Think of the production of the game. What's something you could single out? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to th rack my brain. Of what is it on Virtual Console? Yes. Okay, so you're playing a Virtual Console game. Did it release recently? No. Okay, so not a. Oh man, this is tough. It is tough. <laughs> I like this section, though, minus the fact that I'm blanking on questions to ask here. Um, hmm. Not a major Nintendo. Old game. <sighs> I know. I'll say this. I wish it was a major Nintendo franchise. All right. Can, can, I, can I ask for a hint? One more little hint. Okay. Um, Push me in the right ooh. direction here. Uh, came out in 96. Came out in 96. A puzzle... Uh, not just a puzzle game. Is it like mm -hmm. an adventure game? Um, puzzle adventure? No, it's not an adventure game. No. 96. Game Boy game. I give up, man. I don't know. Okay. I like you, this. I like this idea, though. I like this yeah, idea, though. That's okay. 
Uh, I'll just keep giving you hints. It was, uh, it was produced by the one and only Miyamoto. Okay. Is it, uh, is it like a Donkey Kong? Nope. No, because they didn't do that that, that, uh, that the minis until more recent. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna think of a oh cabbages. Pay a it. There's a lots of cabbages in it. Cabbages. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like. <laughs> I wonder if you've played it. That's just what I'm wondering. <laughs> oh man, give me give me one more hint here. Okay, one more hint. Um. Uh. <laughs> uh. The the okay. The main, the the protagonist's name is Muddy Mole. I give up, man. I've got no idea. Mole Mania. Mole Mania. <laughs> I bet. I feel like half the listeners probably got it. Like, wait, like, man, this kid's yeah. an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I probably should edit some of that out, just per, because I bet people will be like, oh, like turning off the podcast, just like, oh, how come he hasn't got it yet? This guy hasn't freaking been anywhere. He can't guess anything. He hasn't played <laughs> Castlevania, and he hasn't doesn't even know Mole Mania. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you see this is why I wanted to talk it because I don't have an opinion on this game I don't know anything about it and so when it came out I don't know why I didn't get it I, I would get every game on the virtual console and for some reason like on the GB virtual console this came mm-hmm. out in 2012 on okay. the 3ds dang oh so it was mad early for 3ds yeah I mean it's four years ago and I don't know I don't know where I was and maybe you're probably visiting Dracula's castle. I don't know. I just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Mole Mania? I don't know. And I knew it was produced by Miyamoto. And it's just, for some reason, I didn't pick it up. I don't know why. Three bucks. Anyway, I picked it up because I was like, I finally want to play this game. And so so what kind? It's a, a puzzle what? It's like a puzzle action game. That's how I would put it. Okay. So, Interesting. Yeah, let me introduce it. Cue the story music. Okay. A cute little mole mother and her children are playing in the yard. Suddenly a jerk comes and gets her kids to go, and then she gets her kids to go into the hole, because they're moles, right? Mm -hmm. But the jerk hits her on the head with a mallet. This guy comes, hits her on the head, and then in a very disturbing scene, he rips the kids out of the hole like one by one and puts them in his bag, in his backpack. Sounds like a, a puzzle horror game. Yeah, I know. It actually was kind of like, this is weird. And and it's a, a cutscene. This is a cutscene on the Game Boy. It's awesome. And it, and it leaves a note. And then here comes Muddy Mole, the father, you know, from the left. comes up. He reads it. And it says, your wife and kids are mine. If you want them back, come visit me in what I think is pronounced Jinbi Land. Is that, have you heard that name before? No, honestly, I can't believe I've never even heard of this game. J I N B E. Is that some weird name? I'm sorry, internet, if that's like a name that is common. I feel like that's Uh, half of video game names for character names. Or, you know, it's like you you say it in your head, but you don't even really say it. You just acknowledge it. Yeah, and this guy looks like a. a, uh, 
Oh, I always I, forget what they're called. What are the people that chop down trees? Oh, a lumberjack? A lumberjack. He looks like a big lumberjack yeah, with I, a big I'm beard. I'm looking at the uh, the box art, and he's got yeah. his little overalls on. Yep, yeah. So, anyway, so he says, Your wife and kids are mine. If you want them back, come visit me in Jinbi Land, which his name's Jinbi. I'll be waiting. Man, he's and got then, a whole uh, land named after him. And then, yeah, I know. And then, uh,. Muddy Mole, he, he reads it, and then, you know, I'm thinking, I feel bad for this guy. I just watched his kids get ripped out of a hole. And then he, he shakes his, he, Muddy Mole reads it and shakes his fist at the sky. <laughs> it's that fantastic. son of a gun. Yeah. So, um, that's the setup for the story. And then it has, you know, you go into the first level. Now, this is such a cool game, uh, if you don't know about this. Uh, it's, it's, it's like in the Zelda engine, okay? It's just like, uh, it looks like it was made like reskinned kind of of the uh link's awakening okay i mean that's how i would explain it i don't know if that if that is but I wouldn't yeah be i'm looking at a screenshot so i know what you mean so i can see what you're saying so the way it's built up is it's like zelda where you go from screen to screen but there's levels okay so it's like you have it's kind of like castlevania you have like a menu outside of the whole game and you go into the first level and then you beat this level and in this level level one there is, I don't know, like a, it's like a dungeon. Imagine like a dungeon in a mm-hmm. Zelda game. You know, there's just tons of screens and you make it through. And each screen is a puzzle. You have to, it's just a puzzle game like that. You have to get through it. And the cool concept is that at any time you can dive into the ground underneath the puzzle and, you know, and then dig your way through it. So there will be obstacles in your way, and if you can, you can just dig down and then go underneath it and then come up the other side, you know, like of the fence. Yeah, so, that's pretty cool. So it has all these different mechanics, like uh, for some reason, cabbages. I don't know. Is that a th- is moles and cabbages, is that a thing? It must be a thing. Maybe. Or maybe I, not. I don't know. Maybe it's just crazy old Miyamoto. I don't know. But you throw, uh, you have holes, and you have uh, these big balls these big bowling ball things like they're just a big black ball and that's what and the whole to get out of that level you have to th- you have to break the door with that ball so the the biggest thing is just trying to get that ball to the door and, and then hit, and then throwing it so you can pick it up and you, and you can push the ball you can you can throw it behind you or you can throw it forward and that's how you kill enemies you can also throw the cabbages at the enemies and the what way, enemies are we talking about? Like birds there's just stuff? like <laughs> no, just imagine like Zelda, like enemies walking around, and they'll be in a pattern. Okay, okay gotcha. You know, and yeah, maybe birds like these, you know walking things or whatever. Uh, and uh, for some reason, to get health, yes, yeah, the weirdest thing. So it's like you just have like a heart in the corner, and it's in it's like like if you get hit, it, you lose a fourth of it. Now to get a fourth of it back. You have to throw five cabbages into holes. <laughs> to they, feed your family, I guess, maybe? It, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And and it's like, you know, if you, like let's say you throw three on one screen into the hole. You beat that screen, go to the next one, and then you throw two more there. Then you'd get it. It's just really, really weird. And there's funny, like there's like a... A funny old man that's helping you leaving signs along the way you know like he'll say stuff like get to reading those signs you know it'll be like and then like the next sign will be hmm i forgot what i was going to say sorry <laughs> <laughs> so you know just really funny always y- useful information yeah 
And then, um, so you go, you make your way through the level, and through all these puzzles, super fun. This is a classic, really fun game. It it really does remind me of like using the system's limitations to the fullest and 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 making the best game you can with what you have. Just like uh, Donkey Kong ninety four. Have you played that? Um, I have, but not in a long while. Right. Um. So it's it's an amazing game. I think it's really fun. Uh. When you get to the end of the level, you face a boss, uh, and the boss uses mechanics like the first one. I'll tell you about the first one, but I, um, there's a kangaroo hopping around, and uh, there's these like and because you can drag stuff. Like I said, you can drag the cabbages or drag the balls. There's like a spike you can drag around, and what you're trying to do is get the kangaroo to jump on the spike. So when it's jumping, boom! Oh, you're gonna you have slide to, it under. You have to slide under. Yeah. So then, and then you have to avoid it and stuff. So it uses the mechanics. It's it feels like a Zelda game. I mean, it really does. It feels like, I mean, that same kind of idea where you're, you know, except for you don't have power ups, you don't have weapons. You just, you know, you're working with. But I mean, honestly yeah. though, honestly, like I could see, I could see like uh, I know they even have like the mole mitts right on the Minish Cap. Mm-hmm. You know, I I could see them making a Zelda game with this concept with. You know, it's just like Link Between Worlds. How you can go on the walls. Well, imagine one where you could go underground. Underground, yeah. You know, and then it's, it's, it's really fun. And then the best part is at the end of the level, there's a gigantic cabbage, and you go up to it, and one of your children is in the cabbage. <laughs> and then, and then there's this cute little cutscene of you playing with your kid. And like the next one, you'll see both kids, and it's just adorable. Um, I might have to check that out. It sounds, it sounds oh, fun. Oh, dude, you have to get it. I mean, it's, I honestly, like, if you like, it's one of the best Game Boy games I've ever played. I mean, it's honestly, I can't believe I haven't played it. You know how just those old games haven't aged well, you know? Yeah, this like, one stands you know, like the, the old sports games, like, it's fun to look at and fun to play from, like, a historical view, but, like, you know, you look at some Game Boy games, it's just, they don't age, like, there's just not a lot of really good ones that have aged well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean that. I mean, it's just that's how it is. That's how it is with every system. Yeah, you know? it's just, yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. It just, it is, they're not yeah. as fun. <laughs> yeah, but this one is really fun. And I I demand that you get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's $3. I wouldn't demand it if it was anything less than that. But Yeah, that's not too um, bad. Yeah, I'm, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, I haven't, I've only played, honestly, I've only played probably like an hour, maybe a little more. And I've beaten two of the levels. Uh, I got it. What made you pick this up? Were you just like, uh, skimming the well, part of it was like or? part of it. Honestly, was like I need to p- play something else for the podcast. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and then so I thought of it before I even got to the, and I was like, "That's perfect," because you know I've always wanted to play it and stuff. Um, but uh, and the last thing I just want to talk about the music. Uh, it's by Taro Bondo. I think that's how. If I was gonna say it. Even more American, I would say Taro Bando. <laughs> uh, it's really awesome music. It's not music that you would expect for this kind of game. I mean, it's not like super playfully, uh, like just jumpy, wumpy stuff. It's it's uh, it's kind of like a cool Zelda. Uh, it's hard to explain. It's really hard. You just got to listen to. It. I mean, it's. It's really awesome Game Boy music. Um, I'm sure we're gonna hear a little, little bit of that. That's true. You've right already now. heard it. That's that's true. Um, so I looked up the guy, Taro, Taro Bando. 
Old um, Mando. And he's, I mean, he he's the sound designer at Nintendo, and he's worked on tons of different projects, but he's only really composed really for like two and a half games, uh, where he's composing music, and that's one is Mole Mania, and the other one is a little game you might know called F Zero X, and then the and those are the that's the, a great soundtrack. And the disc drive expansion game that didn't come out, um, or whatever, maybe it did come out in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, nothing never, we would know about. <laughs> I have never played F Zero X. You should probably get on that. Okay. So um, <laughs> I demand it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I should. I really should. That's one. I've been waiting. For, I don't think it's on the Wii U Virtual Console. So, uh, anyway, uh, it's really good. You know, eight to nine levels, I think, uh, about twenty to twenty-five minutes each. Uh, so a pretty good bang for your buck is for oh, three man. bucks, you know. It's and it's plus just you know you can just see the Miyamoto. I mean, it's just it totally. I mean, he didn't direct it, but I mean, he produced it. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, just, he's got his fingerprints on it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's an awesome game. Check it out if you haven't. I'm sorry if I've seemed stupid that I haven't checked it out, but I don't feel as stupid when talking to you yeah <laughs> yeah you, that, that's why you slip mole mania in there you're like oh once he drops this castlevania bombshell yeah no one will even care about the mole mania <laughs> yeah um mystery, mystery. yeah so check it out and um last but not least casey well, to continue my never played this series Slash, I guess maybe I sort of have a little bit. Um, Dragon Quest Seven just came out, and I am super excited to have gotten my hands on it. Um, as far as my past history with Dragon Quest slash Dragon Warrior, um, I've I have Dragon Warrior One for the NES. Um, actually, complete in box, although it's not really that rare because they gave it away with Nintendo Power, but. That's a super primitive um, RPG, and you know I've I've probably played an hour or two of that, but never you know went through it all. Like I said, it's a pretty primitive game. Um, but surprising enough, as big of a JRPG fan as I am, I have never really gotten into the Dragon Quest series. So I actually, when uh, Square Enix had their their big sale last time on their online website, I ended up buying like two of the other Dragon Quest games uh what is it Dragon Quest 4 and 5 but it was at that point in time I don't I don't know if we had a release date for 7 yet but I knew that it was you know within a couple of months so I just shelved those and I'm like I'm just gonna wait for Dragon Quest 7 to come out and that's when I'm gonna you know finally jump into the series Mm -hmm. um I'm not gonna talk about it too much today just because I'm about like 9 hours in um which might seem like a, a good amount, but for Dragon Quest Seven, that's just scratching, you know, the surface. Um, this game, yeah, from what I've read and heard, this is a, a well, uh, well over, you know, a hundred-hour game. You know, before you get talking too much into the gameplay, I just want to say that your, your, you know, how how you played the game, your. Uh, your feeling of kind of just finally getting to complete a game like you're planning on like you're gonna finish it like you know like that feeling of mm-hmm. finally i'm gonna do it you know it's the perfect you know it's on 3ds it's, i can you know i know i can i'm gonna do it that's how it was with me with xenoblade uh oh okay. 
when it came Xenoblade out for Chronicles. the new 3DS. For the, yeah, I was like, I I will be able to play this, and uh, yeah, it just reminded me of that same kind of idea. Yeah, no, it's this is well, actually, funny. I was listening to Retro Retronauts earlier, and they had um like a like a little snippet on um a little they had like mini episodes, and it was on Dragon Quest Seven, and I didn't realize that when it came out uh, on PlayStation that it bombed over here apparently um it did not do well and then but in japan it was i think at the time the best selling of the series so i guess that was sort of where they got their um the mindset that you know western gamers don't like dragon quest but i guess um it was just a combination of it came out towards the end of the ps1 life uh life span and it was like had primitive graphics still like using sprites and stuff so uh, right I thought that was actually, uh, I didn't really know too much about the, the past of the game. Um, pretty good listen if you guys don't uh, listen to Retronauts. It's it's actually a really great podcast. More more educational about, you know, past video games and video game history. But they do it in a fun way. But jumping back to Dragon Quest VII. Um, so, yeah, I've, I'm finally getting into it and... Um, it's really good so far. You can tell it's a it's an old old school RPG game. Um, the menu system is like you could tell where it's like okay, like this is definitely like an updated like version of an older game, but nothing you know like that it's you know bad. But just you could tell that it's a little bit dated. But they've re they brought um the game into all three D graphics. Uh, it looks great. The three has nice 3D. Um, in the beginning, you don't actually get into a battle for probably a good hour and a half um, to start the game. So it, it's got like a, a little bit of a long intro. I mean, it's you're not just sitting there watching a cutscene or anything, but you're going around and you're sort of get, getting to learn the characters. And pretty much, you're on this one island, and you are friends with the prince, and. Um, you too want to know more about the world and you're just being told that yes we're the only island in the entire world um we've had people go out and look there's no other islands anywhere we, this is it you know just this tiny little island we got our little kingdom here you're you're from the uh the fishing town you know your your father's like a legendary fisherman and that's what it is and it just seems everyone has accepted that this is how the world is you know but you and the prince um, you you're curious. You want to know more. You you know like it feels like that's not the whole truth. So you know, you go through a couple different little things, and eventually you unlock this temple, uh, and you go in, and all of a sudden, you find this like fragment on the floor, and then you put it on a pedestal, and boom! Now all of a sudden you're in like a, a distant land, and you go through, and pretty much so far again, I'm not too deep into it, but. You go back and um, then all of a sudden there's like a reason why this one particular island is no longer with us. You know, like something happened, something catastrophic happened and the island is no more. So what you're th now doing is you're going and you're fixing and stopping it from being destroyed or however, you know, however it was, you know, destroyed. Each island has its own little story. So it's cool that you go back and you solve that problem. And then you, usually you get another fragment of uh, pretty much like that's the whole thing. You're finding these fragments of um, that you end up sort of putting them together like a puzzle. 
Gotta and love those fragments. Exactly. F- fragments of forgotten past. Um, <laughs> and you'll unlock another island. So pretty much then, like, you, you fix this problem with the island, you come back, and all of a sudden, the island appears in present day. And then you can go there and you can talk to them, and now you're back in the future, and you can sort of see how um, the island changed from the past, you know? And it's just really cool how, like, each island has its own story and backstory, and, like, so far I've unlocked three islands, and I'm not going to go into any spoilers or about any stories, but, like, there, it's really cool that each island has its own little past, and, like, you learn, like, and, like, one of the islands is, like, really depressing and sad, and you're just, like, it hits you right in the, the feels, you know? You're like, oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so far, I'm really enjoying it, um... Like, again, I'm only about nine hours in, so I'm just scratching the surface. Uh, I've got plenty more to go, and I'll probably dive in deeper next episode um, to talk about, you know, as I unlock things and things become more clear. Like, right now, I don't really know where the game's going, you know, like, the story-wise. Like, aside from, like, it just seems like the the town, like, the present day is... They're almost... It's almost strange that they're too comfortable with the idea that there's nothing else, you know, and it's only their island. So, See, if it's like any other JRPG, you won't know where the story's going until 80 hours in. Yep, and then you'll be like, this is where it's going, and then 90 hours in, it'll take a, a complete 180. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's... Like I said, I don't want to get too much into it just because I haven't really played that much. And Sure, but you like it. Yes, so far, uh, I really like it a lot. Yeah, so let's take a quick little break. Yep, and when we come back, we've got some uh, we've got some news to cover. To talk Nintendo podcast, a podcast where we talk Nintendo. But That's um, what we do best. Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk some news now, uh, and I'm gonna hand it right off to you, Casey. All right. To start us off, we'll just go over a couple of the bigger releases for, um, I'd say, our Nintendo consoles. But it's pretty much just the 3DS at this point, because I'm pretty sure the Wii U only has one more game of consequence coming more. out. Um, Although I guess I guess we got the eShop Wii U game, so maybe I'm getting uh, jumping the gun a little bit. Well, we have Paper Mario and Zelda. Yep, and we also have Severed coming to the uh, Wii U um, by way of these Nindies Summer Jam. So for the first week, it's going to be ten percent off, and that actually mm. comes out Thursday the twenty second. Which, if you're listening to the uh, to the podcast the day uh, it comes out, that means it's out today. Um, it is a game by Drinkbox Studios. It came out for the Vita uh, a couple months ago, 
And I don't know about you, but I'm really excited for this game. You know, <clears throat> I've kind of kept in the dark about this game. Uh, uh, just because usually when I do that, I like the game more. So I am interested in this game. And did you, you find out, is it cross-buy? Is it? I think it's only for the Wii U. I don't know. For no, some, I don't think so. For some reason, I'm pretty sure... Like, I, it would make so much sense um, for the 3DS, but I'm, for some reason, I think it's just coming out for the Wii U. No, I think you're wrong. All right, hold on. I'm dialing it up right now, and we're going to find out. Because, yeah, because it's... um. Do you know anything about the game at all? Okay, it says it's going to release on a later date on 3DS. Okay. Um, do you know anything about this game? Um, or I you heard someone explain it, and like on a podcast... And I still don't really understand what it is, it's, which is um, okay. That happens a lot. It's sort of like the Etrian, uh, Etrian Odyssey, like POV. Like, have you ever played an Etrian game? No. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That's Swing and a miss. It. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, so you're like first person. So it's like, like you don't see anything, and it's sort of weird, like old dungeon crawler esque point of view. But I guess when you get into battles, like. Each enemy, like, you'll have to swipe to block or swipe to attack to, um, like, hit their weak point. And apparently it's a ton of fun. Um, it got good reviews on Vita, and um, Drinkbox Studios, they, they're the guys behind Guacamelee. And I love that game, so I've, I really like the, the things they do. So I've this has been on my radar since they announced it, and... I knew that it would eventually come to Nintendo platform, so I didn't get it for Vita. But for ten percent off, I th this is a day one purchase for me. Cool. So I'll definitely uh, definitely be talking about it in the future. Um, we also have some physical releases, as I mentioned before. Dragon Quest Seven came out for the 3DS, the much-awaited uh, uh, remake of the PlayStation One classic. Um, a lot of people stoked about this. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be playing this like myself for the first time. And then we also have uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, which actually comes out the day of recording, which is Tuesday. Um, it actually came in the mail for me today. Uh, my biggest, oh. yeah, my biggest regret is that I, I, there's no way I'm going to be juggling these two hardcore JRPGs. So I decided that whichever one came first back when we didn't know the exact uh, launch dates I would play first and that just so happened to be Dragon Quest I hear ya so, I think that's a smart move yeah which if, I, I heard uh, I think uh, Apocalypse is only like 30 or 40 hours so it probably would have made sense to play that one first and then the, you know Dragon Quest but whatever I'll get around to him eventually no get the big one out of the way yeah yeah then it'll probably make the, the next one feel like nice and brisk you know yep yeah that's pretty much uh what what we got for that came out um do you want to talk about the old renegade split yeah so developer renegade kid they have put a lot on the uh eShop. uh they have some ds games <clears throat> like moon and dementium 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 2 they uh, they split apart, Renegade Kid. I I think it was a mutual split. I, I honestly 
Yeah, it seems like they're both on good terms. And uh, yeah. I actually just want to state real quick that this is sort of old news, but um, and we were going to talk about it last episode, but with the Nintendo Direct, it got sort of pushed to the, the background, so that's yeah. why we're covering it now. But I think it's important because Renegade Kid is responsible for Mutant Muds, and Mutant Muds is one of the best games ever. Yeah, it's, it is uh, one of my favorite indie games of all time. Yep, and... Uh, so they split off into two different developers, uh, and they they Jules Watson took the uh, 2D franchises, and Greg Hargrove took the 3D franchises. Um, and Jules, he has a uh, development studio called Atui now, um, which he has already released. I know he's at least uh, released one uh, game for it, uh, Totes the Goat. Mm-hmm. Which is a fun little game, and uh, then Greg took. Uh, he, he took like Moon and the Moon Chronicles. He took all the, and, yeah. yeah, and he has his company called Infitismo. No, Infitis. Yeah, Infitismo. I, I was trying to um, pronounce that before for like five minutes, and I'm like, is it Infitismo or Infit? Uh, Infitismo. Yeah, it's it's a mouthful. Infitismo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like infitismo atui. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I. The only. <clears throat> my opinion on this is I hope that this means that there's going to be more mutant muds than there was. Because <laughs> here it's like, okay, if there's two. If there's one company working on all these games and. Yeah, they the have resources this, getting it, spread. Yeah, so now if, if the resources are going to be going towards one now, more mutant muds, please. And yeah, he I'm announced. Uh, oops, sorry. Oh no, you go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm uh more excited about a two e personally because I I played Moon Chronicles, not the full game. Uh, when they re-released it for 3ds and like the chapters, mm-hmm. I played the first chapter and like it was cool. It felt like an N64 style game, but it was just very empty and. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't love it. And then Dementium seemed cool, but I never got around to picking it up. And I feel like out of the games coming from Renegade Kid, I, I enjoyed the 2D franchises more. Yeah, Zeo Drifter is so, awesome. When I saw that they were just going in the two different directions, and I follow Jules on uh, on Twitter, and I've, you know, we, I've tweeted to him and back and forth a little bit here and there. Um, I was happy to see that he got the 2D franchises and that Mutant Muds, like you said, hopefully now we could see more and better things coming out of uh, Mutant Muds. Yeah, so it was like a... <gasps> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. But yeah, so hopefully we'll hear more on that uh, later. Hopefully, you know, good luck to both both of them. And I hope that uh, they're both okay and that they have prosperous businesses and that I can play their games in the future. Yeah, I haven't really seen much out of Greg as far as uh, announcing new games, but... Jules did announce a, a new game. Yes, Chicken Wiggle. An interesting name, but looks like a cute little platformer. Yeah, and it's and it's a it's a maker, Chicken Super Chicken Wiggle Maker for 3DS. And the best part about it is you can upload your levels online and share them with anyone. <laughs> oh my goodness! So. Yeah, Jules is just one-upping uh, Nintendo. And so. really, it was so unfortunate. I feel so bad for Jules in the sense <clears> that <throat> he announced uh, Chicken Wiggle and all of these, you know, the, the fact that 
it's going to be a, a level creator Wednesday, the day before the Nintendo yep. Direct, and then the Nintendo Direct Super Mario Maker for 3DS came out. It was like, oh, that, I'm sure that was a gut check for him. Well, and but he, I follow him on Twitter too, and he he was gonna announce it on the Thursday, and then Nintendo announced the Nintendo Direct for 3DS, and so he's like, you know what? Maybe I should do it the day before. So I, th- I that's probably better than the same day. Oh, for sure. I, I wonder if he caught wind somehow that uh, the 3DS uh, Mario Maker was going to be announced, you know, and he wanted to sort of beat him to the punch. I don't know about that, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I actually, um, what I say? Uh, I actually, yeah, I tweeted at him the, like probably a half hour after the direct, and I was like, so, uh, Chicken Wiggle, can we upload those and uh, online? And he, he made sure to say yes and let, let everyone know that. So, I, one point for Jules, uh, zero points for Nintendo on that one. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. But, speaking of weird announced games for Nintendo that's not on Nintendo... I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm and so it's sorry. A runner and yeah, okay. They announced what everyone thought they would announce when the idea of what platform they would be announcing for happened. Okay, I need my to lay down or something. Uh, I'm say sorry. my head's spinning on that one. Yeah, actually, Casey, <laughs> why don't you say this one? All right. So, I believe this was September seventh. Um, I don't know about you. I was following the PlayStation uh, meeting. And I was bored out of my brains. And then a, a, a little bit after that, all of a sudden, I started seeing um, Miyamoto popping up on the Apple conference uh, on Twitter. And I was like, what the heck is this? And it's because the newest mobile game, Super Mario Run, they announced that at the Apple press uh, press conference, which was sort of a, a, a trip to see Miyamoto up there um, at an Apple conference, you know what I mean? Yeah, with, with I think Bill it was Trinan. awesome. I think it, it was super natural and cool. Yeah, no, that was it was awesome, and I mean the game looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, like you it said, does. I think most people when they thought, okay, Nintendo's going to come to mobile, what are their two options? Either a, they're going to just port Super Mario Bros. on that and have janky touch controls, but we nope. knew better than that because Nintendo's not going to release a game that plays like crap because that will tarnish the good name, you know? Yeah. So instead, they have announced uh, Super Mario Run. It is a runner, but not an endless runner. That's a very important point to make. But There's levels. Yep, there's flagpoles. And I guess um, I've heard people compare it to, I guess there's a Rayman uh, game, a mobile game similar to that, where he's always running but depending on the sensitivity of how hard you push on uh the screen you know if you do a quick tap he might only jump a little bit but if you hold it down he'll do a more drawn out larger leap so i mean it looks pretty cool to me um i mean obviously i'm gonna give it a go um they did say that it would be available for purchase uh like a set price with no microtransactions however when I, I just checked before, when I went into the App Store, and it does say on the bottom that there will be in-app purchases available for this. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of curious to see how that works in the sense, 
you know, is yeah, it we don't know how that's going to be. It could just be like new levels. It could be, yeah, it could be pretty cool. I, you well, know what I mean, I hope it it it's like a pay five or ten dollars. Knowing Nintendo, will probably be you know maybe it'll be eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine or something, and just yeah. get the full game because I don't know. Free to play to me is just I don't like it personally. I I'd rather pay up front, get the full game, and not have to worry about you know getting nickel and dimed. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I just looked on the. I'm looking on the App Store right now, and it's the first one. <laughs> yeah. Super Mario Run on new games we love. Well, I think so they're getting some good I publicity think there. Actually, yeah, I think Nintendo has like a timed exclusivity with uh, Apple. So I think that's why Apple's giving them the big push. You know, up front page, front and center. They also released uh, like Mario stickers for the new iOS. Um, so it seems so Mario's like, taking over. Yeah, it seems like Apple and Nintendo are working together here, which you know what I mean could mean good things. Uh, hopefully, it oh, could yeah. have a similar effect that Pokemon Go did and boost sales of past Mario games on 3DS, you know, or Wii U. Sure. Um. Also, one little tidbit that was sort of thrown in there at the end. They said that um, Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing. Uh, were delayed the the mobile games to I think they said 2017 but before the fiscal year ends so should be early 2017 that's fine with me yeah I, I really don't care <laughs> like I said I'm not dying for any mobile games from Nintendo that much sure as they come I'll check them out but you know what I mean yeah. it's not like I'm sitting here with bated breath like oh man I need my my Fire Emblem mobile game I hope they do. Okay, and let this, you know, be heard by all. I hope that they do, the Animal Crossing fishing game tie-in that ties in with the NX Animal Crossing game, that you can, you know, collect fish. It's a fishing game, and you can get different fish and put them in your museum in the real game. Yeah, no, isn't that, that perfect? That That's would be perfect, cool, right? That, yeah, and or even like a, like bug catching too, or so, yeah, something exactly. along the lines where you could like do the. I don't want to say monotonous stuff in the game because, you know, fishing is enjoyable, but, like, stuff where, like you said, you could pick it up and, like, I could fish for five minutes while I'm waiting for something, and then that benefits my town. Yeah, it's awesome. I, it would make me... I want to play it, so... Cool. Well, let's move on. Uh, something that happened, I think, today? Yep. Uh, finally, they uh, it's, it's the two-year anniversary of Bayonetta 2. Yep, and, and with uh, that... We got some good news. Yeah. Well, what's the good news? <laughs> well, it's. I guess it really wasn't too much of news, but it was that the Bayonetta amiibo is indeed a real thing still. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the one thing. It's like, because that's the only DLC I downloaded for uh, Smash of oh, really? Bayonetta. And, you know, you look at that character, it's like, how are they going to make this? I guess, but then you look at Palutena, which is super crazy. Uh, yeah, in, like in depth uh, detail and yeah, yeah. So I was I was wondering what that's gonna look like, but they gave us a very little tease of like half of her face. Yeah, they yeah they like all right. Let's see how far we can zoom in. Yeah, <laughs> they're like testing the new camera or something. Yep. But uh, no, I mean I guess it's cool that it's still a real live thing. Um, still no word on Corin or uh, Cloud, but. Maybe, you know, maybe they'll come eventually. Totally. Because <laughs> those yeah. are, like I said, I, 
I get Amiibos no, here and there, but those are probably three that I would get. Just because I've got all the other Fire Emblem ones, and I love Fire Emblem. And come on, a yeah, Cloud man, I'm Amiibo? so close to having them all. I only need like Kirby and Samus, and Robin and Lucina. Man, you're a madman. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that is cool. I'm excited about that. I think that the rest of them, and maybe even this one, will be. Uh, and an X, the Smash for an X. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be really nice. I just think, I mean, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it would be really cool. Paper Mario for Smash NX. All right. <laughs> Bring back the Ice Climbers. <laughs> Bring back the Ice Climbers. That would uh, be a cool amiibo, though. Of course it would. I'm sorry, but I don't know if, I mean, there's so many cool amiibos there could be, so. Yeah, that's true. Mole Mania, man. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, Muddy Mole. That would be and, cool. And his Cabbage Kids. He seems and his like Cabbage he, Patch Kids. He'd fit right in with my Waddle Dee and my Kirby on my little light uh, stand over here. Yes, he would. He's awesome. He's a classic character. Well, let's move on. I'm, I, I'm the one that keeps moving on. We're moving on. Yeah, so apparently the Pokemon CEO, Ishihara. Sorry. No, that was, really that was money, man. Ishihara. That, that, that Ed, sounded good. He said, the NX is trying to change the concept of what it means to be a home console device or a handheld device. And then he said, we will make games for the NX. Well, (laughs) that tells me a couple of things. That it sort of reinforces what the Eurogamer leak of the hybrid is. And what pretty much I feel like almost everyone has come to an agreement that this is what it is. Right. So that just further proves that point. And... Pokemon on NX. Yeah, I mean that's the Pokemon company. Yep. Yeah, so he's the CEO of the Pokemon company. Uh, well, no wait. Do they make the Poke the mainline Pokemon games? So that's Game Freak. Yeah. The, or they're both. all in cahoots, I think. Um, yeah. Game yeah, Freak yeah. is the developer. Yeah. But what I mean I, now, my biggest thing is, do you think like let's just say all right, NX is released in March of 2017. Now, usually, all right, we got Sun and Moon coming out in November of 2016. Usually the third game, you know, Galaxy or Earth or Planet or whatever they want to call it, um, that would come out the following year. Do you think that would come out for NX, or do you think they would wait to give a proper next, you know, the next generation of Pokemon for that and bring it into, like... Because apparently, you know, it's going to be capable of much better graphics than the 3ds do they just pimp it out and make like the most ballin pokemon i don't ever? think so i mean i i, I don't think that that I, just because of history they don't they haven't really done that you know they haven't done a direct sequel from a previous game on the next system yeah you i know? guess because i guess they did make black 2 and white 2 came out yeah, after see, that the 3DS was so already came weird. out right i <laughs> i think they were like Okay, so we gotta make Pokemon Gray. And I'm like, wait a second. How about instead of making another game, we make two more games? Let's make print more money. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was weird and unprecedented. So that's why it's like, okay, well, now we don't know. They could do anything. So they could do that. I don't think they will, though. I think that. Um, you think they give them a proper proper game? Yeah, I think that. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if you know. Pokemon, what would Sun and Moon be? Earth? 
Pokemon Earth. Well, that's what I was trying to think. Is it Earth? Or Is it Galaxy? Is it whatever. Planet? <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Star. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that came out on the that, 3DS next year. Like, yeah, that, that actually could be a good one. You know what I mean? So, um, we don't know, but uh, and yeah. next news. I guess. Yeah, I think it's man. I'm, I'm dying. Just, I know. <laughs> I, I'm telling you though, I don't think it's releasing in March. NX. You don't think so? I think it's gonna be holiday. Oh, I mean, I could I could see how that would benefit them just because you know holiday. But man, that would be a blow. I just oh man, nice voice crack there too. That'd be yeah. a blow. Um, just yeah. At this point though, I wouldn't even care if they were like it's coming out November twenty seventeen. But just tell me what it is, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. That's my thing. Like, that's like, I have no problem waiting for games because I like anticipation. I already have too many games to play. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, give me some time to breathe and don't release it until it's ready, you know, so. And also, I mean, granted, I think we have an idea of what it's going to be. I mean, obviously, we don't know what it'll look like, but we have an idea. I want to know what the name is going to be. I would be perfectly fine with NX. Me too, but you know that's not what it's going to be. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. You don't you know. See... I would literally be happy with any other name besides Wii U. Yeah, get rid of the Wii. I think anything. that they. <laughs> I think that Wii U is the worst name for any console in existence. A- anything but Wii Two, Wii. The Super Wii. <laughs> Super Wii, exactly. I honestly like anything is Wii U. What the heck? When that came out, anyway. So that's. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. So, yeah, I love the Wii the U. That's like one of my favorite consoles ever, but... Man, that name is so bad. And I think it really, really messed up a lot of stuff for them. Oh, it was horrible just because, I mean, everyone just thought it was an add-on or a peripheral. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I had had friends over that we played Nintendo Land for hours upon hours, and they, you know, passing the thing around. And still, they didn't know that it wasn't a new system. Like how crazy is that? Yeah, they certainly dropped the ball. But yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's uh, stop hating and let's start stating what we're gonna do after this next break. <laughs> well, it would have been nice. It, that that could have been the perfect transition if we weren't gonna take a quick break to be like we we could stop hating and start stating our most played games for the Wii U. Boom. Which okay. we will do right after this quick break. See you later. Boom. about our top played Wii U games. Um, we've decided, since we blabbered on a little bit earlier on in the episode, we're going to do just the Wii U today, and then for next episode, we'll dive into our most played 3DS games. Dang you, Mole Mania. Yeah, we had too much fun talking about Transylvania and Mole Mania and all sorts of manias. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, uh, 
How about you You kick it off with your fifth most played Wii U game? Alright, so my fifth most played Wii U game happens to be the launch title New Super Mario Bros. U. Mm, interesting. And I've played it for 47 hours. Dang, man, I didn't realize there was that much content in that game. Yeah, I mean, my goodness, that's a lot, isn't it? Did you, uh, have you done Jeez. multiple playthroughs or, or gone back no. for extra stuff? or? I mean, maybe I have. Oh, it's the challenges. That's what. That makes sense. Oh my goodness, the challenges are awesome. Because yeah, I was going to say, I've played that game. That's what makes that game amazing. That's one of the best Mario platformers. Seriously. It, it was released in a horrible time because we have been soaking in Mario. Yeah, I got the, the plethora of... Uh, I mean, honestly, though, that game is awesome. It's... Um, yeah, and the challenges, oh, I w I'll never forget. And they did it so well, because you have these crazy challenges. Some of them are speed runs, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you got to get the gold, right? You got to get that number one. And it's, they made it to where you, like, pixel, you have to, like, have it down to the pixel. Like, how perfect you have to land these jumps and everything. And I, I remember working on levels for three hours, seriously. Uh, on one level that's 45 seconds long working on it for like three hours and getting it and then like the feeling of when you get it it's like the best ever and so and then the cool thing is, is it saves your replay so you can show off to people and people think oh my goodness you're amazing yeah little did they realize that was three hours of hard work <laughs> yeah i know now have you played this game i have and uh criminally i have not beaten it and I feel like I haven't even put all that much time into it. Um, I think actually when I was going through maybe like 10 hours. Um, for me, I remember vividly the one level was the art style. I, I want to say it was like Van Gogh. Well, yeah. you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Where it had like the... Yeah, the, the Starry Night. Yes, the, yes, really yes. Cool, that was exactly like purple. it. I needed to get to that level and I needed to play it. And I beat that level and like I was like, this is so awesome. Like I, I love it. And then I feel like I, I tapered off after that and never, never went back to actually finish it up. Right. Which, like you said, it, I should really jump back into it now, considering it's been a while since we had like a... I mean, I, I know we had Mario Maker, which has those kind of levels, you know? But, right, but it's not the same. No, yeah, it, it doesn't have that master class of Nintendo creativity behind it, you know? For yeah. those, you know, levels. Yeah. Um, that definitely is one I actually I, I would like to go back to play. But it actually it makes me wonder, did you put any time into the, um, I guess the DLC? Luigi? Yeah. Uh, no. And I want to. And it's just one of those things that I never think about it. It came out in a weird time when there's actually a lot of games coming out for Wii U or something. Oh? <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. So, uh... Yeah, I just need to play it. Is that it. sentence it's, ever been idea. said? Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> the coolest thing about that, I thought, was the physical release of New Super Luigi U. I was mm -hmm. like, Luigi has his own 2D platforming game. Like, that's so awesome. So, I remember I bought one of those. I bought two copies, actually. Uh, one to sell, which I just sold not too long ago for, like, 50 bucks. Um, it was, I, like, it was 30 bucks. I've actually looked back into wanting to purchase that just because I'd like to give it a go, but also because, again, like like you said, like DLC on disc is pretty wild. And yeah, it's awesome. It comes, it comes with that cool green case, right? Yes. 
So, that, so cool. that's one. But like you said, it's actually it's pretty expensive if you're looking on eBay. Yep. So, but one of these days I'm gonna. Or get you can that just download the DLC for fifteen bucks, right? Yeah, so. but I am such a sucker that I, I can't do that. I don't know. It's not a sucker. It's a you know. It's just it's just nice to have real things. That's not yeah. being a sucker. Yeah, but you know me, man. I, I'm a Nintendo sucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I am too. Maybe not to your extent, but I don't buy the shoes. But yeah, I, I did buy that. I did buy a pair of those shoes. Hey, I'm not. I'm not hating. I, the shoes are awesome. I tell you what, cooler than the shoes was the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. you're right. I don't know. I wish I would have got them, but and I bought the backpack you know, I have too, a man. Life and I, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I, I fully embraced that I, I'm, a, I'm a mega nerd, you know? I'm completely joking. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Super Mario Bros. U. Now, what's your fifth most played game? My fifth most played game, uh, I know for a fact that this is in your top five. I would gander that it's probably your number one, if not maybe definitely your number two. Uh, it is clocking in at 43 hours and 15 minutes, Splatoon. That's it? That's all you've put into that game? Yep. Oh my goodness. Okay. Everyone, Casey is a monster at this game. And he always wins. And we have to get a team of people together to take him down. Uh, and uh, I can't believe he's only played that much. 43 hours. You're pretty good, too. Don't sell yourself short. Oh, really, well, for I mean, me, it's that... I'm telling you, it's the... the the splat, splatter gun junior or whatever it is the splatter shot splatter shot junior. junior casey come on splatter shot junior with the uh <laughs> the bubble the protective bubble yep. that's the most you important thing stupid bubble because it's like there's nothing more satisfying than like running up and they're like oh i've got this guy dead to rights and all of a sudden oh. you pop that shield and then oh. you just kill like four of them Oh, even when you're on my team, I still am like, oh. Because, <laughs> like, I can just, I just know, like, how annoying it is. Thetherton. Like, for the other people. Thetherton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm sort of surprised I haven't put more into it. Uh, it's one of those games where I feel like now that we've beaten Triforce Heroes and, um, and we beat Metroid Prime uh, Federation Force the other day. I feel like this could be a good game that we could jump into. And what's nice about Splatoon is you could just shoot it out there on Twitter and all of a sudden you can... I, I feel like it's one of those games where you're not necessarily always thinking about playing it, but if you see other people are playing, you're like, you know what, I haven't played that in a while, I'm going to jump in. And, yeah, dude, we you should know, play that. Next, th next thing you know, three hours later, you're like, Jesus, i got to get up in the morning. Yeah. We should but, play tonight. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I am down. Okay. Like you said, it's always, a, for me, it's one of those games that I can not play it for a month or two and then jump back in, and it feels just as fresh as it did before. And, you know, the controls, you know, yep. it's I'm like, okay, play one round, I'm like, I'm back into it. Yep. Cool, man. Well, I definitely will be talking about it more. So, I think we can move over to my next one. Yep, number four. What, what do we got clocked in? I actually don't have a number four. What do you I have? Three A and three B. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know which one to pick. Uh, Are they? Gonna... They're, they're exactly tied down to the minute. You know, uh, I didn't see the minute. I just because oh, I think it only goes by hours. Sorry, I'm sorry, Casey. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna choose Super Mario Maker, which is funny. Uh, I can't believe 
that I put that much hours into it. It doesn't feel like that. How many hours? <clears throat> 48 hours. Okay. So, I mean, literally, let's see. Yeah, it's a lot. That's yeah, a lot one more hour than New Super Mario Bros. U. Yeah, I mean, I just, like, I it just came out. You know, it's a recent game. Pretty recent. I guess it's a year old almost, but... Um, Crazy to think about, isn't but it? But it's just the creation. That's what takes the most, you know, sitting there. Time can fly like crazy when you're creating stuff, you know. Especially, so, yeah, you could put, uh, you know, five, six hours into one level. Just right. fine-tuning it, you know. No, oh, yeah, easy. I mean, yeah, dude, WarioWare DIY, making levels in that, I mean, that's like dozens of mm -hmm. hours. I mean, uh, it's so you, crazy. So you're totally, in, like, you're, you're into creation a lot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. See, for me, um, I, I mean, I guess I, I'll talk about... Mario Maker's also probably going to be talked about by me a little bit, too. So maybe I'll just hold my thought on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your number four? My number four, uh, clocking in at 47 hours and 25 minutes, uh, Mario Kart 8. Ah. This is a game... I, I love Mario Kart, man. Um, I know uh, some people, like, when, when Mario Kart 8 came out, like, it... They, they praised it was a good game, but like it didn't really do anything new for the series, mm -hmm. you know? But it's just so well-polished that, you know, it didn't bother me that it didn't bring any new crazy new elements, really. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the lack of battle uh, battle modes is sort of disappointing. Yeah, man, that, yeah. But to me, honestly, like, I mostly just race anyway. Um, that uh, Mario Kart 8 is, uh, including the DLC, which best DLC ever. I was gonna say it's probably, you know, a Smash has good DLC too, but like, this nah. has a, a different way. This is like, it, it essentially adds 50% new game Yeah. for, you know, I got it, a um, fraction of the price. Fraction of the price, and I got it when like, it was like, buy both now, before they like come out. Like 12 bucks or something. Yeah, it was like, dirt cheap, and you got yeah, all these great, like, are you kidding great me? levels. And what I really liked about the DLC was that, you know, it brought other franchises into Mario Kart, which I could see the next Mario Kart being just, like, Nintendo Kart, you know? Like, yeah. bring all sorts of franchises, you know, Zelda, <laughs> yeah. Animal Crossing, F-Zero, Excitebike, like... It, it yeah, just, there's an Excitebike stage, and it changes. And it, yeah, and the music is so good. Um, yeah, man, that game is really good. I, like... This game, the online is great too. Um, I've never really had too many, too much issue with you know DCing or anything. Um, the, you know, a lot of people complain, you know, that the single player isn't that much fun. But to me, I, I, I three starred every single level on you know 150. I, I know I didn't do it on the 200 CC, but yeah. You know, I think you'd be surprised. This isn't even close to being on my list. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, I have 24 hours on this. Hmm. Um, which, you know, that's nothing. I mean, that's that's not, any, like, nothing, but... Um, yeah, it's not a super yeah, know, I, crazy I, I think I was one of the people that maybe... I didn't... I loved it when it came out. Gorgeous game. Amazing, you know, downloaded it at midnight, you know. Very excited. Really liked it when it came out. Um, but wasn't, like... It, nothing it, it was it was really just like this is nothing new this is mario kart 7 2 you yeah. know it was just it, not just that that's prettier. bad <laughs> you know uh but honestly like uh i thought it was just a just a mario kart game you know and i thought it was really pretty but 
you know, I played this on a 3DS. I feel like, you know, I like Mario Kart 7. I've played Mario Kart 7 way more. Um, and I know that uh, Neil, Neil gave it, a, I don't know. I think a 7 or a 7.5. 7.5 or something. And he got Death Threats. Which is bonkers. That's ridiculous. But um, I agree with Neil. I think that it's a 7.5 game, and that doesn't mean it's a bad game. But it's just, uh, you know, it's it's not... I just to me it didn't have that. It didn't revolutionize the, yeah. it at all. It it, it just didn't. literally polished it to a, a, it really a perfect didn't. like in that sense, you know. Like, like yeah, it, it's like you know Double Dash. You have the two. I love Double Dash, and it's yeah, GameCube. You know, you're still into like the graphics and stuff. And then DS, which is my favorite Mario Kart DS. That's my favorite. Mm. And yeah, it's I've, portable. It's like a legitimate Mario that, Kart. That was that. Uh, was it the first? Nintendo like game to be on or Nintendo DS game to be online, or yes, yep. Maybe yep. it's just the first one of like serious consequence. I used to oh, I remember getting nope, my I think little. It was the first one. I remember making sure I had my Wi-Fi set up back then, and like that was before Wi-Fi was really a thing, you know. Yeah, dude, I was. Like, I, was so I had my router and stuff. Yeah, I did not have that at all. But oh, uh, dude, I made sure I was like I was I was like I need to be set and ready to go. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> But I mean, I guess my point is just, yeah, I didn't feel very special to me. So, for me, it was just sort of like comfort food. Um, you know, if I was bored or whatnot, it's like, you know what, I'm just gonna play an hour online before I go to bed. You know, or I'm gonna, you know, I only got two stars on that Grand Prix. I'm gonna try and get, you know, all three. Right. But yeah, great game. Like you said, it doesn't really change the formula at all. But I felt like it perfected what was already yeah. what it was already doing. You know. Yeah. But let's see. Let's uh number 3 on your list we're up to now, right? Yes. Uh this might be surprising. Clocking in at 48 hours. Batman Arkham City. Woo! Yes. I would never guess that. Well, although maybe I guess I could have. I, I know you really enjoy the Batman series. Yes. So this was the first time playing Arkham game in Arkham game. Uh it was on the Wii U. Um and it's so incredible those games are so good so um you that know, was a launch title right for the Wii yeah game? yep i didn't get it launch i got it when it was like 20 bucks you know just because but i always been interested in it i've always loved batman it may it definitely completely boosted my love for batman um it's such an amazing game and honestly out of all the third party or non-Nintendo is what I mean. Out of all the non-Nintendo games uh, that I've played, I have an Xbox One, and uh, I've played a bunch of different stuff. I think Arkham is the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's my favorite. And I do think it's the best. Uh, Arkham Knight is unbelievable on Xbox One. Uh, so, I think that they're an amazing studio. Uh, they made the Arkham... Uh, what was the other one? Arkham Origins for Wii U is awesome too. So both those games are so good. Yeah, I know. I've been meaning to. I, I, you've been uh, singing their praise, uh, and I know they're definitely easy to get, pretty cheap nowadays. Yep. One of these days, I'm gonna pick it up and give it a go. Yeah. Well, I am very anxious to hear your number three. My number three is a game we've already talked about: Super Mario Maker. 
uh, ah. clocking in at 48 hours and 22 minutes. Well, there um, you go. I was actually a little surprised to see it was this high, but then again, when I really sit back and think about it, I guess it makes sense. Um, it's a game, like you said, it's easy to lose hours in level creation, but I think if I had to, you know, like split that into how much was in creation, how much was in actual just playing time, I'd say that just playing random levels online, 100 Man Mario, um, probably easily, easily way more time just spent playing random levels online. Sure. Um, again, it's one of those games where I could just sort of you know, I could be either listening to a podcast or I like sometimes just watching a Twitch, you know, people... Yeah, perfect you know, gamepad game, right? Yeah, speed running or whatnot. Well, actually, for me, my TV is right next to my computer, so, like, I could easily just sit back and play some, some levels, you know, play some random levels and listen or watch uh, right. some Twitch, too. Um, yeah, I mean, like you awesome were saying game. before, it's a, a fantastic game, uh, a lot of fun. And if you get into the level creation, you know, like you said, time just sort of melts away. Totally. Now, I guess we're getting into the, the, the heavy hitters now. Number two. Number two. All right. Clocking in at 69 hours. Nintendo Land. Dang, man. Yep. I would have uh, never have guessed that. Well, here's the thing. I have some awesome cousins that come over, and they spend the night. You know, they live a few hours away, and uh, you know they got married. They got they come over, spend the night, and we stay up all night playing Nintendo Land, and it's so fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just like when you're kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just uh, we all of the uh, the, the Mario Mario Chase, the Luigi's Ghost Mansion, the Animal Crossing, those three games. We could just play those for hours upon hours, and they're so amazing. We love. I mean, one of my favorite games on Wii U is Nintendo Land. Uh, it's a, uh, you know, not every game on there is good, but the ones that do, the yeah. ones that are. And if you have five, I mean, it's five players. You know, we have the rule if you have to beat the player at the gamepad before mm-hmm. they give it up. You know, so <laughs> you get like all these great alliances against people, and it has the. It has the camera gets nice uh, and competitive and intense yeah and the camera exactly the camera's on there and you can see you know their face the 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 their facial reactions you know to to stuff going on it's just it's an awesome game and i i can't believe they didn't make a sequel honestly i just i just can't believe there wasn't you know like a nintendo land resort <laughs> type <laughs> game you know i just it's it's kind of crazy to me i i hope that they continue that uh with the nx nintendo land resort you yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna, that, you wanna know that... my t- playtime for Nintendo Land? Yeah. You're probably gonna, you're probably gonna hate me even more. No, I won't. Two hours and fifty-two minutes. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> you know what it is <laughs> for me? I remember. You don't have anyone to play with. Yeah, when I first got yeah. it, um, I remember like getting like I, my brother and my mom was like, "Come on, you gotta check this out. This is freaking awesome." And you know, I guess they humored me for an hour or so, and. Yeah, I should really get back into it. My sister's away at college. When she gets back, I could probably get at least three people to play. Yeah, yeah, you really need. Yeah, I mean, you, you need the. You need four or five. I'm just yeah. gonna be honest with you. I mean, to really, really enjoy it. But yeah, I really get the there, most out of it. But there is some cool single player stuff. There really is. You know, the Donkey Kong game, the Metroid game is pretty fun. Um, I remember really liking the Animal Crossing game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my favorite one. 
that's my favorite game on there it's amazing it's super hard to master both sides it's it's a very balanced really cool game i mean when you get five people it's just perfect yeah so. uh like i said it's one of those games where i'm sure like like you said it's sort of like triforce and you know metroid where if, if you're in the right environment it probably is way better yep all right so what's your number what's your number two game my number two game uh the the amount of playtime uh, jumps drastically. Um, Ninety two hours and forty two minutes. That's uh, well, like forty four more hours, almost double Mario Maker. Um, mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, I, I guess I didn't realize that you played through that game. Yes, I did. Um, the first Xenoblade is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I got I, I was late to the party. I played it. Probably in 20, 2014, I think, I bought it and played mm-hmm. it on Wii and instantly fell in love. Did um, you buy it for $100? Nope, I bought it for $50. Well, that's, that's okay. Y- you know what? That's I, good. I felt like this game, I'm so, like, I was really, like, after learning about it, I was really excited uh, to pick it up and I was like, you know what? Even if it cost me about how much a new game would cost right now, like, I know I'm probably going to like this game. So yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't even care that much. And it was good condition off eBay for 50 bucks. I was like, forget it, I'm doing it, you know? Yep. I do not regret it one bit. Um, that game I loved to death. Now, Xenoblade Chronicles X... <sighs> it's like... It, it took like... Alright, have you played it at all? Yes, I think I've played like a dozen hours. Okay, so like the world is incredible. Mira yeah, is cool. amazing. Like new uh, new LA is really cool. It's yeah. you know bumbling. It's got you know different things. Lots of little quests and little storylines here and there. Really cool. Um, you know traveling uh, the world is amazing, and it's cool how they do it. You know at first you're moving by foot and everything's sort of slow and it takes a while. Then you get your mech. But it can't fly, but you're like, you know what, that's fine, because now I'm getting to these places so much quicker, that's fine. And then finally, when you get to fly, it's like, wow, you know, like, yeah. uh, you just fly straight up, and you just look over, and it's amazing. Um, the the battle system is amazing, you know, it's pretty much the same as, um, as the first Xenoblade, you know, really fun combat. I really mm-hmm. like that battle system. But this story is kind just... Of. Ugh. Like, I don't know. The story is just meh. I feel like it, it totally took, like, a back seat to, um, yeah. like, everything else. But for me, like, when I like what I like about JRPGs so much is that it's very story-based for the most part. And, like, you're always pushing forward on that. And, like, sure, you can, like, jump off side quests here and there. But, like, Xenoblade was very, like okay, like, go do your side quests, do whatever, and then, like, oh, you gotta do all these, like, couple different side quests before you can do the main quest. And, I, I don't know, it just, it was very lackluster in that department. Yeah, I, it's so tedious, so, or meticulous, and it, so min, many menus, so many systems. It was overwhelming. It really yeah. was. It, it, like I it said... It didn't have to be. I don't understand. It's so weird. For me, it's just one of those games I was so excited for it, because, like I said, I, I I hold the first one in such uh, high esteem that I was yeah, like... Yeah, the first game is awesome. Like, to me, that was one of my... It is one of my favorite games ever, you know? Like, and then for this to follow up is sort of... It was a letdown. Um, 
Although I, you played it for 90 or how? Yeah, 92 <laughs> how, hours. Yeah, um, 92 hours. Uh, this is a letdown. I played it for five weeks. Probably more than that, man. Uh, yeah. Um, no, like I said, it, I mean, it's not the worst game ever. It's just for me, like, I don't like Western RPGs as much. Like, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't like, that's why, like, even Zelda, like, the new Zelda. I don't like, even really know what a Western RPG is. <laughs> like. I don't even really know. Like, what's that? It's, like, where you create your character, and then, like, yeah, it's, like, you got all these different bajillion quests you can do, and, like, there's a quest, like, like, you play, have you played Skyrim? No. Oh. I don't think I've ever played. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played a Western RPG. Pretty much, it's, like, you're gonna create your character, and then you're gonna have, like, all sorts of different quests and stuff to do, and, like, the world's immersive, and, like, Sounds I like... like Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say, yeah, Xenoblade is uh, X is a, a Western RPG, you know. Okay, but uh, that's the most Japanese Western RPG. Yeah, ever. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that pretty much nails the, it, it has, the nail on the head. Yeah, and it, it it's it's really cool. It has, I mean, the production's really good. I think there's some some essential, you know, those weird staples of of RPGs that you just wonder just. I mean, why and like the you know like why why is there so many systems? Why is it so why is it so complex? Like why why can't it just be simple? Yeah, I, I could I totally know. see if you weren't like uh, into RPGs as much that Xenoblade X is totally can be like super overwhelming. Yeah, and like I'm sure there are systems and stuff that like I didn't even really barely get into. You know what I mean? Right. But you played it and you liked it though, right? You liked it. Yeah, it, it's yeah, I liked it, but I I had high hopes, you know, and like that's high why hopes, I was man. a little yeah, I know. Yeah, that was it. You didn't get no mole mania reaction. Nope, nope. I didn't go in there blind like a mole. Oh man. <laughs> Alrighty, now I think I know what this one's gonna be, but you're you're number one. Number one. Okay, so this one jumps quite a bit too. Uh, clocking in at 218 hours. Holy moly. We have the best game on the Wii U, hands down, Splatoon. Woo! Yes, that's, and... That's a whole lot of hours, man. Now listen to this. I haven't even beat the story. Dude, well, that's a problem because the single player is amazing. I know. And that last and boss is awesome. I know, and I still have no clue what it is. Isn't that great? I still have so much yet to discover in this amazing game that I love. I tell See, you what, we're not playing tonight. You're playing single player tonight. <laughs> I don't think so. See, here's the thing. <laughs> I, it, it's almost for this very moment to where I can I can still go, this is the best game, and I still haven't seen it all. It's what I'm savoring it, you know? I play, like, a world, like, every, like, five months. <laughs> On the eve of the NX release will yeah. be when you beat the final boss. When Splatoon when Splatoon comes out, yeah, I'll beat it. No, I just, yeah, I just honestly, it, <laughs> the biggest reason is I don't even think about it, and I'm like, I just want to play online. So I've literally played like 218 hours of online, of three-minute battles. <laughs> that's a whole, yeah, that's a lot of battles. And almost all of it, besides like... Probably like an hour is is the ranked mode, and not the turf war. Um, yeah, yeah, Splatoon's great. I, yeah. I I actually, which is funny because as far as single player goes, I would love for them to release like DLC single player 
Like, yeah. I would eat that shit up. I just think that they're gonna... I mean, they... I think, like, NX is gonna be the Splatoon machine. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Um, Stupid NX, just tell us what you are. My goodness. Every, like, every Monday I go into work, I'm like, alright, this could be the week that they tell us when they're going to announce it. And, <laughs> and then, like, by Friday, I'm like, alright, well, maybe next week. I, I, I honestly... When they announce the announcement, I think that nothing in history will have as much hype behind that announcement. Oh man. I'm just being serious. I think that there's nothing I hope they so, I hope they don't let us down. <laughs> I, I just think that, you know, you know that it's a crazy phenomenon in Japan, Splatoon. Mm-hmm. So I just know they're gonna I hope that there's spin offs. I want them to take this and do as much as you possibly can with it. So Oh no, there hands down there's gonna be another one and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Well, Casey, what is your I am very curious I have no clue. What's your number one? Well, I'm actually sort of surprised that this game isn't on your list, but... Oh, I know what I, it is. Yep, but I think I know why it's not on your list, because I think it's going to be on your 3DS list, and that oh. probably gives everyone a little bit of a hint. Clocking in at 101 hours and 18 minutes, Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U. That's a fantastic game. Yes, it is, and I'm actually a little surprised that, like, when I first got Smash on 3DS, I played like non-stop like there would be nights that I'd come home from work you know you know eat dinner whatever and then like I'd just be playing online matches match after match after match and like yes. next thing you know I'm like it's alright it's like 2.33 in the morning I, I gotta put this thing down Smash 3D is so good so then that's why I was surprised that I clocked all the way up to 101 hours of Smash but then I guess when I think about it like um one of my buddies would come over and we'd do two, 2v2 online matches um which was a lot of fun mhm I mean Smash is great. Yeah. I mean, there, there's not much more you can say about it. It's a, a great fighter. It's the online. I mean, there have been plenty of times where you get you know t- choppy matches, but you just disconnect and reconnect with someone yeah. new, and you're it's usually not too and big. I a don't deal. think we've played, have we? I don't think so. Man, I'm scared to play. You, my I, goodness. I won't lie, man. I am not that good at Smash. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, Smash Bros. for 3DS. I mean, I. I bought Smash Bros. Brawl like two weeks before Smash Bros. on 3DS came out. That was the first time you played And Brawl. that was the first time I played Smash Brothers. Damn, man. So, I mean... Wait, you didn't I've... play Melee? No. Woo! I know, man. dude. I know. Like, it's just one of those games that... I, I probably played it like a half hour once. Or like I... twice. You know, with some friends somewhere. And like, same with the 64. But I never understood what was going on. Right. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, I, I literally play Smash Bros. on 3DS like every day. So that's that's crazy because I can I didn't really play 64. Like you said, my my one friend had it, and I, I played it a few times here and there back in the day. Um, Melee, I remember I got my GameCube the year it came out. It's so what 2001, and I didn't get Melee for Christmas, and I was like, oh no. But I went, like, the next day and got it, and I remember playing that endlessly. And then I actually remember in college, my freshman year, um, that was when, so what was that? <sighs> Came out in 08. It was the second semester of freshman year. I remember walking to the Walmart, which was, like, a 45-minute walk to to get there at, like, like 9 o'clock and wait three hours till it re- released. And then I remember wow. c- I, come in, uh, I came home and I played until, like, 6 in the morning. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> 
Yep, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so Smash has always been, uh, like I said, a game I really adore. Uh, I'm I'm really not that great at it though, but I have I have good fun. You don't have to be great at it. Um, yeah, so Smash. I think I, let's see. I'm, I put uh, 42 hours into that on Wii U, which is uh, which is crazy to me. I can't believe I put that much time in. So but yeah. I I need to put. We need to play that seriously. Yeah, I man. I'm to totally down. Too. Well, great. So this is a super long podcast. So uh, let's wrap up this segment, come back, do the Craigslist roundup, and then we can giddy on up out of here. Yes, sir. And then uh, just as a little teaser for you guys now, that means next uh, episode we're going to be jumping into our 3DS uh, category, which I thought we were going to have more overlap in the Wii U, but I don't think we're going to have much overlap at all in the 3DS one. <laughs> yeah. All right, see you on the other side. And we're back with the world's famous Craigslist Roundup with Perry. Hey, all right, let's get right into it. Uh, This week, I got a little bit more stuff than last time. Um, A little bit? Maybe, yeah. So I got my, I, I got two transactions here. One of them, I got a purple 3DS original with Mario Kart 7 and New Super Mario Bros. 2 uh, cartridge only for those two for $75. Yep. So uh, I sold. So I, okay, I've always wanted a purple 3DS. Always, I wanted it. My wife, it's my favorite. It's her favorite color. I wanted to buy it for her, but. I think that came out either after or right before the Animal Crossing 3DS XL or something like that. Or maybe I knew about the Animal Crossing one and that's the one I wanted to get for. So anyway, I finally have been waiting to get a purple 3DS and I got it. And I sold my other uh, my other blue one that I, I had an original blue one. Mm-hmm. And they sell from the same price. I sold that one for 120 And then I sold both games for 35 so um, I made about eighty bucks on that. Nice little, is, that's a nice little yeah. pickup right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, just a couple nights ago, I got a Wii U Deluxe set with the the Super Mario, New Super Mario Bros. U and Luigi U uh, set, uh, used but almost perfect condition in box, all packaging. It's a very smart guy. Does that come with? Uh the Luigi actual hard copy of the yes, DLC? It, it comes with the, the combo. Oh, baby, that's nice. Copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's Just Dance. It also came with Just Dance 2016, which I know you'll be excited for, mm. right? I, I can't... I hope you didn't sell it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Super Mario Maker, the physical, uh, everything, that beautiful package, you know? And uh, Mario Kart 8, and uh, NES Remix, and it came with a Link Amiibo, and a modern Super Mario Amiibo, and those were out of box, but and new in box gold Mario, Ooh, which we, we know that one's a popular one or a rare that's one, like, I should say. That's like the rarest one, I think. Like I can't really think of any other rare ones. So I got all that for two hundred and seventy-five. Uh, so I. <sighs> I'm selling the Wii U with. See, this is what you do. See, I could probably sell Just Dance for like ten bucks by itself, but mm-hmm. I'm putting it in with the Wii U as a bundle on Amazon. 
you know, in the description. That usually excites people. Yeah, you know. when you see a bundle, you feel like you're getting a, a good bargain. Yeah, so I'm selling that for 320 um, Super Mario Maker and Mario Kart 8, both of them 40 bucks each. Uh, the Gold Mario, 40 bucks, And the NES Remix, 12 bucks. Um, so that deal was about 177 bucks profit. So total 257 bucks. That's not a not a bad day at the office. No, it's not. Um, now the thing is, is I'm keeping the gold Mario, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I uh, I'm also keeping the NES remix. Um, and uh, so it's not I'm, I'm counting it in the deal because I could sell them if I want it still is a profit but you know those are the stuff I keep well yeah it'll still be nice to you'll still be making a profit money wise and you get two nice little pieces to add to the old collection too exactly so um, yep yeah, that's it for the Craigslist roundup the old Craigslist the old Craigslist <laughs> so uh, now I mentioned at the very very beginning of the show What's, what we have a game of ago? the week <laughs> Yeah, and that game of the week is NES Remix. Woo! And why? I don't know. You tell me. This is a surprise. Well, I that's this is gonna be our next giveaway. Is the NES Remix, the uh, combo pack? I don't know. I think it's just called NES Remix for Wii U. We are gonna give away this game. <laughs> now that I don't exactly know how. You have to follow us on Twitter. Now that's for the Wii U, right? That's for saying? the Wii U. Okay. Well, I figured yeah. we could do another um, retweet thing. We'll just randomly select someone who retweets our tweet. Yes. And how about this? How about this? If you if you like the tweet, then we'll put your name in. If you retweet it, we'll put your name in. And then if you email us, listen to this, if you email us with your top five Wii U games you've played, that'll put you in for a third one. How about that? So up to three chances to win is what up you're Up to three chances me? to win. That's what I'm saying. I like the sounds of that. All right. So we'll do that, okay? And we'll, we'll spell this out on Twitter. So, yes, we'll let's, uh, let's close out the show by giving our Twitter handles. And everything. All right. Well, real quick before we do that, we are now officially on iTunes and officially uh, part of the Nintendo World Report podcast family. So you can find us on their Twitter feed. So now that we're on iTunes, it's nice and easy for you to search iTunes, subscribe to us. Subscribe. You'll uh, automatically Give get us five the downloads. Star ratings. In. Yes, it reviews. I I know. Uh, I hate to ask for people, but if you do like the show. Uh, I mean, even if you don't, reviews always help. Five stars, of course, nothing less. I, um. And I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I really don't care if people give us reviews. The only thing I really care about is, you know, is like if I was someone that wanted to listen to it, that would help me find the show. Yeah, that, so, that's why, yeah. That's why, you know, I care for the, the audience. Yeah, we, we would like to get as many people listening. And, again, you could uh, voice any feedback you have there. Um, you can find myself at case underscore jets. That's C A S E underscore J E T S. And you can find me, Perry, that's my name, uh, at P Burkham. P B U R K U M. And you can find the show, and uh, like I said, we'll have the contest details on our Twitter at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's uh, Talk Nintendo P O D. Like the cool band. And, yeah, we'll uh, 
you can find us now. We'll have a, a featured article for the show, which will be posted every Thursday or every other Thursday on uh, Nintendo World Report. So make sure to check those guys out too. Yeah, they got great content over there, and uh, they were nice enough to uh, throw us on board, and we really appreciate that. There you go. All right, enough yapping. We'll catch you guys next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening.